Hello everyone, I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you once again for joining me today. I appreciate you watching our broadcast and I pray that what you hear and what you see today on this broadcast is going to be a great blessing to your life and will inspire your faith and cause you to dare to believe that God wants you to be a winner in every area of your life. Thank you once again. I appreciate you watching and I appreciate all of my friends and partners for helping me uh, share this message of faith and, and love from God to people all over the world. You're a vital part in helping us fulfill our vision, and I appreciate you greatly. We're talking about the prophetic word that the Lord has given me for 2019. That's what I'm preaching everywhere I go. He said it will be a year of marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. Let me read something to you from uh, uh, Job chapter 5. And verse 9, this is speaking of God, which doeth great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. He says that God does great and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. Let me read it to you from the message translation. After all, he's famous for great and unexpected acts. There's no end to his surprises. I want you to get up every morning this year and begin to believe that God is going to surprise you with marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness. You know, I love surprises, and I believe you do too. It doesn't surprise me that God blesses me, and it doesn't surprise me that God meets my needs. And it doesn't surprise me that whenever I need a miracle, God makes it happen. What does surprise me is how He goes about doing it. He's the God of surprises. So I want to encourage you, begin believing that God is going to surprise you every day of your life throughout this year. Now I'm going to take you into the service at Heritage of Faith Christian Center where I was teaching on this. So watch closely now, then I'll be back in a few moments with some closing remarks. Open your Bibles, if you will, to Exodus chapter 34. I began the last time I was here talking about the prophetic word for 2019. Have we got it up? You going to put it up? All right. Say it with me. 2019, marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. Let's say it one more time. 2019, marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. Let's thank God in advance for it. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews that those who did not mix faith with the word preached, it did not profit them. So I want to encourage you to mix your faith with the word preached this morning. Mix your faith. How do you do that? You simply do it by saying, I receive. I receive that, praise God. Every time a prophetic word has been spoken over me, uh, immediately after they were finished, they would hear these words come out of my mouth. I receive that. I receive that. And I began receiving it before I ever saw it come to pass. Amen. Because the Bible says in Mark the 11th chapter, 24th verse, therefore what things have you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. And when do we believe we receive? When you pray. Amen. So when that prophetic word is spoken, then I just simply say, I receive in Jesus' name. And I have carried it around with me over the years. I've carried those prophetic words around with me. In fact, I've got that 
prophetic word for 2019 in my Bible, uh, and I put them in my, my notebook and put them in my uh, day timer, and I put them in my airplane, I put them in my car, I put them in my shop, I put them in the bathroom, on the mirror. When I'm shaving, I'm looking at it because the Bible says, write the vision, make it plain, so he that reads it will run with it, praise God. I'm running with a vision. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm running with a vision. And say, my vision is marvels, wonders, extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of my God. And I receive that in Jesus' name. Amen. Exodus chapter 34, verse 10. And he said, behold, I make a covenant before all the people. I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth, not in any nation. And all the people among which thou art shall see the work of the Lord, for it is a terrible or tremendous thing that I will do with thee. And notice once again, it is a covenant with God, a solemn pledge, a solemn oath. Now don't confuse this that he's saying with the term that we use, old covenant. The old covenant had to do with covering the sins of the people. And the sins of the people were covered under the old covenant through the blood of bulls, heifers, goats, and so forth. But it could not do away with them. It only covered them. And they had to come back and repeatedly do the same thing over and over and over. This is not to be confused with that covenant. That was a covenant that covered the sins of the people until Jesus came. And he introduced a new covenant. Amen. And that new covenant did away with the old covenant. Amen. The old covenant was just a, a, a way that God could at least cover their sins. But under the new covenant, praise God, they are remitted. They are done away with. In fact, God doesn't even remember you being a sinner. Isn't that good? You remember it. But God doesn't remember it. I'm glad he forgot. And I don't like to remind myself of when I was a sinner. And don't you remind me either. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so notice here, he says, I make a covenant that I will do marvels. Now, if that covenant has ended, if it's been done away with, then we'd never see any more marvels after that. But there were marvels even in the New Testament. In fact, many times when Jesus would minister to people, bringing deliverance to them, uh, healing them, uh, the people would marvel at what he had done. So this covenant is not to be confused with the covenant that covered sins. God says, I will do marvels. I will do marvels that have never been done in the earth before. The Amplified Bible says, marvels, wonders, and miracles. And the message translation says, I will work wonders that have never been created in the earth. The Amplified Bible also implies that those who observe these wonders and marvels will be full of awe. And awe means an overwhelming sense of admiration and reverence. Amen. God is into doing things that will cause people to have a sense of admiration and reverence. 
and he's about to turn the volume up. Because that's what it's going to take for the world we live in today. It's not just the preaching of good sermons alone. That's a part of it. But it's going to take signs and wonders and miracles and marvels, people seeing things that they begin to sense and realize this could not have happened if there was not a God. This could not happen if it wasn't for our God. Can you say amen? Now, the book of Joel, in Joel chapter 2, verse 21, he says, uh, for the Lord will do great things. And Peter picks up on this on the day of Pentecost and says, this is that which the prophet Joel spoke. So notice, God was still doing great things, signs and wonders in Joel's day. And Joel prophesied that the Lord will continue to do great things. And on the day of Pentecost, Peter says, this is that which the prophet Joel spoke. So he is saying what Joel said is happening right now. Amen. And remember, this is covenant with God. This is covenant with God. He's made a solemn pledge that signs and wonders and miracles and marvels will continue to take place in the earth. In uh, uh, the commentary that I was reading about this, it said, the Lord will do great things implies beyond the usual. Beyond the usual. Have anybody ever seen God do something beyond the usual? Amen? Beyond the usual. Hallelujah. So God is still into doing great things. Everybody say great things. Amen. Now, notice he says, great things beyond the usual. And then verse 30 of Joel chapter 2 says, and I will do wonders. There God's repeating it. I will do wonders. And wonders here implies something unfamiliar, inexplicable, that is unable to be explained other than it had to be something that only God could do. Amen. Only God could do. Exodus chapter 15 and verse 11 says, Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? The message translation says it this way. Who compares with you, O God? Who compares with you in power, holy majesty, in awesome praises, wonder-working God? The message refers to him as the wonder-working God. Look at somebody say, my God is the wonder-working God. Tell somebody else, my God is the wonder-working God. Now in the book of Job, go there with me. And this has become one of my favorite scriptures. The book of Job in verse nine, it says, referring to God, which doeth great things and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. He does great things, unsearchable, marvelous things without number. The message translation says it this way, and I love it. After all, he is famous for great and unexpected acts there's no end to his surprises. Oh, I love that. Say, there's no end to his surprises. I don't know about you, but I love surprises. Anybody like surprises? And God is always surprising me, constantly surprising me. Amen. It's not that I, I, I don't expect it. It's I don't know how he's going to do it. Now, ever since, you know, from way back, I learned to expect surprises from God. 
but I don't know. I don't, I, I usually, most of the time, very seldom know how he's going to do it. Amen. Amen. And I very seldom know, and most of the time don't know who he's going to use to do it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I've been surprised in so many ways over the years. And the Bible says he is famous for surprises. If he's famous for surprises, then that have to be a whole lot of surprises. Amen. A lot of surprises that he has done with his people over the years, not only in the Bible, but people just like you and me. How many of you can say you've ever been surprised by God? Amen. God ever done something and you heard him say, surprise? <laughs> oh, I hear that a lot, praise God. Surprise. I may get into some of those examples in just a moment. But listen to this. After all, he's famous. Uh, he's great. I'm sorry. After all, he's famous for great and unexpected acts. There's no end to his surprises. And Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 2 says, And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. And one of the meanings of the word overtake in the literal Hebrew means to take by surprise. To take by surprise. These blessings will come on you and overtake you. I've had to ask the Lord sometimes, uh, why'd you do that? I didn't even ask you for it. He said, I knew it would bless you. I knew it'd bring joy to you. Surprise. <laughs> Amen. I love it. And I have testimony after testimony of you doing that for me. Now, let's go to Matthew chapter 17 for a moment. Matthew chapter 17. Since the Bible says he's famous for surprises, then surely there'd be some in the Bible. Yes. Amen. Let's begin in verse 24. And they, when they were come to Capernaum, <clears throat> they that received tribute came to Peter and said, Doth not your master pay tribute? He saith, Yes. And when he was coming to the house, Jesus prevented him, saying, What thinkest thou, Simon? Of whom do the kings of the earth take custom or tribute? Of their own children or of strangers? Peter saith unto him, Of strangers. Jesus saith unto him, Then are the children free. Notwithstanding, lest we should offend them, go thou to the sea and cast an hook and take up the fish that first cometh up. And when thou hast opened his mouth, Thou shalt find a piece of money, take it and give unto them for me and thee. Now let's remember, Peter, as you know, had been a fisherman by trade. That's what he did before he became a disciple of Jesus. James, John, and Mr. Zebedee and Peter were all in the fishing business. I dare say that not one time in all the years that Peter was in the fishing business did he ever catch a fish with money in his mouth. <laughs> because if he had, then he would have said, oh, Jesus, thank you for reminding me. That's the way I pay my taxes every year. I go fishing. And the first fish I catch, there's always money in its mouth. No, it was a surprise to him. It was a surprise. He had no idea that that was going to happen. Not only that, but just think about this. Which fish knew he'd be the first fish? 
See, fish are different than people. They obey God. <laughs> Amen. You know, you may, have, you may not have been God's first choice when he told you to bless somebody. He may have told somebody else and they wouldn't listen. They ignored it. They disobeyed. Well, Peter is totally surprised by the way the tax money came. Any of you ever needed tax money? When's the last time you went fishing? <laughs> that was a total surprise to Peter. He didn't know that that was going to happen. But when God spoke that, when Jesus spoke that, the fish heard it. And every fish in that lake went to hunting money because they didn't know which one would be the first fish. It wouldn't have surprised me if Peter kept fishing. He'd have caught fish with money in the mouth of every one of them because every one of them had to, didn't know which one would be the first fish. Are you still here? But notice it was a surprise. It was a surprise. And the Bible says that God is famous for surprises. Another example would have been in Luke chapter 9. You don't have to turn there, but you remember the story. Jesus has, has been ministering and so forth and teaching. And then uh, he's, they've got about 5,000 men plus women and children. And he says, send them into town so that they can, they can take a rest and eat. And uh, are they, the, the disciples, sorry, the disciples suggested that. And, Peter, and Jesus said, have them seated. And they're thinking, well, what's he going to do? We don't have enough food to feed all these people. He said, have them seated. Take what you've got, those five loaves and two fishes. Give them to me. He held them up before heaven and blessed them. Gave them back to the disciples. He said, now feed them. Now, don't you know they were thinking, has he lost his mind? We got five loaves and two fishes. You can't feed 5,000 men plus women and children with five loaves and two fishes. But as they began to pass them out, they kept multiplying. They just kept multiplying. And not only did they multiply, but everybody ate until they were full. And they had 12 baskets left over. Don't you just know God was saying, surprise. <laughs> God is famous four surprises. Can you say amen? amen? Once again, Jesus surprised them with the miracle that was wrought. No wonder they said frequently, what manner of man is this? Even the, even the wind obeys him. Even the storms obey him. What kind of man is this? He constantly surprised them. No wonder when he said to them one day, it's better for you that I go away. They were shocked. How in the world could it be better for us if you go away? He said, if I do not go away, then the Holy Spirit can't come. He said, but I will go and I'll send him to you. And they're wondering, wait a minute. We've been with him almost three years now. And every need we've ever had, he has met. And he did it in ways that we couldn't have dreamed possible. And now he's telling us it'd be better for us if he goes away. How could that possibly be? That's what they're thinking. 
because he was constantly surprising them in the way that he took care of them, in the way that he met their needs and the miracles that he performed. How in the world could it possibly be better if he goes away, if he leaves us? That's what they're thinking. But he said, if I don't leave, then the Holy Spirit can't come. And then he went on to say in another place, and the miracles that you've seen me do, greater miracles will you do. Hallelujah. Why? Because I go to my Father and I have no limitations after I send the Holy Spirit. He'll not just be with you. He's going to be in you. Amen. Amen. Well, just look at the crowd in here this morning. He's all in us. Praise God. In, in, in the day uh, of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John days, Jesus could only be with them. But now, praise God, the Holy Spirit is in us. Amen. I am wall to wall, Holy Ghost. How about you? Amen. Praise God. So notice here, he is famous for surprises. And at the close of John's gospel, listen to these words, John 21, 25. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which if they should be written every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. That means that everything that is recorded in the Bible, that doesn't cover everything Jesus did while he was in the earth. It would take volume after volume after volume to write about all the great things that he did. In fact, John said all the books in the world couldn't contain everything that he did. Wow. And we just get a taste of it. No wonder the Bible says he's famous for doing great and unexpected acts. He's famous for surprises. Look at your neighbor and say, my God is famous for doing surprises. And I'm expecting surprises right now. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. Psalm 40 verse 5 the Amplified Bible says, Many, O Lord my God, are the wonderful works which you have done. If I should declare and speak of them, they are too many to be numbered. Now John says he couldn't list everything that Jesus did. And David says, and I can't tell everything that God did. Amen. Sounds like to me, the Bible is correct. That he is famous for unexpected acts and famous for surprises. And I just want you to know they didn't end with David. They didn't end with John. They didn't end with Paul. The best is yet to come. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen? Jesus is not a retired preacher. He's not a retired miracle worker. He's still in the business, praise God. And I believe that we are headed for signs and wonders and miracles and marvels like we have never experienced in our life. Hallelujah. Don't limit God. Don't limit God by, by holding on to thoughts like, well, I've never seen him do anything like that. Well, that doesn't mean he can't, and that doesn't mean that he won't. You know, there's a lot of things you haven't seen. There's a lot of things I haven't seen. But that doesn't mean that God can't do it. Amen. It's time to stretch your faith. 
in the powerful three-CD series, Marvel's Wonders and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God, Jerry Savelle shows that throughout Scripture, from creation to Jesus' ascension, we witness God moving on earth, performing marvels, wonders, and extraordinary things. Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Also included in this package is the faith-filled book, No Boundaries. In its pages, you will learn how to shatter the boundaries that have held you back, break free from limitations, and see God perform marvels and wonders in your life. Don't wait. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this inspiring marvels and wonders package, including the book and three CD teaching. God's plan is to keep doing the miraculous. And if you'll dare to mix your faith with what he's told us, then marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness are headed your way. Did you enjoy today's message? I really hope that you did, and I pray that it's inspired your faith to believe this year and beyond. Now, don't limit it to just this year, but especially this year, dare to believe that God is going to provide for you marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of His greatness. You know, the Bible says, and I read this on one of the previous broadcasts, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, the Apostle Paul says, I hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love Him. Notice, God has prepared some things that we haven't seen yet, some things that we haven't even heard about yet, and some things that our hearts have not even considered yet. That's what God has on His agenda. I love Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. It says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Another translation says, to give you the future that you've hoped for. That's what is on God's agenda. God's not thinking of how He can harm you, how that He can take from you, how that He can put you down and hurt you, put you in your place, so to speak. No, God's thoughts about you are good. They're not evil. God's thoughts about you are, are to give you the future and the hope that you have desired. So, I want to encourage you, stay in faith. Don't get discouraged. Don't waver. No matter what you're going through right now, just stay in faith and dare to believe that God is going to do for you marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of His greatness. Don't forget now, if you want to continue your study on this, and you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. That's the reason you need this material. You need to hear it over and over again. So, we have provided for you a three-CD series entitled, Marvels, Wonders, and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God. There are lessons that I taught right here in our church, Heritage of Faith Christian Center, and once you get them in your home and begin to listen to them over and over again, it's going to build your faith and cause you to believe that this is going to happen in your life, just like I believe it's going to happen in my life. Also included in this special package is my book, No Boundaries. Why settle for the ordinary when you can have the extraordinary? So, order that right now. Go on our website, jerrysavelle.org, and it'll show you how to place your order. Also, connect with us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. That's one of the ways that 
we can stay in contact with you and help feed your faith. Praise God. Those uh, that are joining with us in social media, they are telling us that it's a blessing to them, and I enjoy reading their comments. So, also, make your plans to join with me again next week as we continue this study. Don't miss it. And until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.